Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person, there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Chapter, I like to go small and I like to go wide. I like to go small, I like to go wide. Now, if your energy changes it, then that's what we will do. You get ready to talk a whole lot on this one that is designed that way. Someone tell me, where we are. Power of the mastermind. We're, uh, uh, you said it again? Power of the mastermind. Power of the mastermind. Okay, what chapter it is in your book and what principle is it? Chapter 10. Chapter 10. It's the ninth step to riches. Ninth step to riches. All right, okay. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go real book heavy right now, okay? I may switch it up in a little bit. We're going to go real book heavy. Tips, do me a favor and make, can you switch which host? Not this one, but hold on. But this one right here? Yes. 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 Yeah, this one. Okay, so get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, we're going to have a, a fantastic time. Let's go straight, narrow with the book. So someone tell me what you have learned so far by reading this chapter? A mastermind group is a necessity to your growth. Okay, good. good. Mastermind group is a necessity to your growth. Who else? Let's go. Come on. You know how I am. The mastermind group. Oh. The mastermind group is a necessity. If, I mean, it is a necessity, but you can only have a mastermind if you all are in harmony together. All right, all right. Now we get now we get a little more. This chapter is 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 both short and powerful and long all at the same time. That's why I guess I'd say all short, powerful, and long at the same time. Let's see what we got here. We got essential to growth. We got also essential to growth, but you got to be in harmony. Okay, we're okay. Let me let me let me preface this here. Can you hear me? Y'all hear me clearly? It's breaking up. Yes, it's good. Am I breaking up on your end? Good. I mean, okay. Let, let me see if you can hear me clearly. Let's let's watch this here. I need all of you out there in TV land to pay attention. Right now, probably the most important part of Think and Grow Rich has happened thus far is the power of the mastermind. I'm, I'm going to lean in, and I want you to hear me. And I want you to hear me very well, and I do not. I want you to be offended by my next statement. Your businesses are not working because you're trying to do it by yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Do not be quiet on this one, although you're normally not. Pay very close attention. The mastermind is an essential ingredient to the success that this universe has. Please know that even a blade of grass doesn't grow by itself. Let me explain. Grass covers an entire field, yes? Okay. Please know that one blade of grass is not selfish like you. That blade of grass ain't fighting with another blade of grass for the root position to get water. Somebody missed it. I'll rewind and press that on the play again. I need you to know there's a trillion, uh, probably a billion pieces of grass on one field. Let's do, you know what? Let's do a golf course, okay? Let's do a golf course. A golf course has trillions of blades of grass. And none of those blades of grass are competing for root space so they can survive. But you do, don't you? You believe in competition. You, you, you believe that if you do this, I, if I do this, you can't do this. If I'm in this business lane, you can't be. Or, or you know what? When we work together, I got to shine the most. And that's the problem. The problem is on a subconscious, intelligent level, you let grass be smarter than your business strategies. And a mastermind, you have to be in harmony with your people like grass is in harmony with another blade. Someone tell me what I just said and what you learned from Go ahead, Chantel. Sure. I learned what well, that basically, if no matter how you spin it, who you're working with, who your clients are, who's around you, if they're not successful, you're not successful. I've got no issue with that. As a matter of fact, John Maxwell in one of his books explains that pretty greatly. If you put a, ten, a bunch of tens together, they'll be good. But just good, Chantel. If you put a bunch of tens together and they're real tens and you multiply them together, see 10 plus 10 plus 10 is 30. 10 times 10 times 10 is 1,000. Oh, somebody missed that. Exponential growth. If you put three tens together in a non-effective mastermind, you get 30. If you put three tens together in a powerful mastermind group, you get a thousand. 10 times 10 times 10 is a thousand. Same three people, but one of them got a mastermind, right? That's that's a good point. Um, go ahead, Thomas. Let me hear. If I may, and I'm gonna just go to the origin. It said be fruitful and multiply. The problem is we still dealing with addition. So we stuck we're stuck in a basic mind frame, a basic mindset, because what we don't realize is this the world was created in abundance, everything was created to reproduce itself. So it'll it'll never run out. And we operate from a scarcity mindset based on a marketing strategy that's been um, conveyed to us and almost embedded within us. So now we feel like 
if we is it's a lack. It's it's gonna run out. And until we go back to the mindset of, of abundance, we're always operating in that field right there because it's more than enough for everybody. Think about it. How many billionaires and millionaires are there in the world? They have an abundance. Money's not gonna run out. But we we operate where we feel like, okay, well, I get in an industry, this person can't, there's no room for that person in the industry. The industry was already there before you got there. The market was already there before you got there. The money was already there before you got there. It's your job to figure out how, how some of that money comes to you. Mm -hmm. So we have to go to the root of the cause. This is your mindset. What mindset are you acting on? What mindset are you going to follow through your life with? Flawless, Thomas. Flawless, Ice. I appreciate you. Jerome, I see you're ready. You're on fire. You got a new glowing over there. <laughs> Yeah, this is Jerome. Um, Antonio, I believe what you just said is correct. And I've seen the results of that when I've worked with other people. But until I believe what you say, I'm not going to act on that, Antonio, because I know as I've grown up, I've had that mindset of i got to do it myself because that's the way it's going to get done. And I've done okay. I don't want to do okay. I want to be great. I want to be fantastic. But I've been okay, but that's not good enough. So here you come along seven months ago in my life and say to me, guess what, Jerome? You can be okay if you want to, but there's a whole lot more out there. Okay, Antonio, well, how do I do that? Well, guess what? I've made some progress in some of the areas, but not in all of the areas. And until I embrace it in the form of acting, I'm just going to be okay. I don't want to be okay. I want to be great. I want to be fantastic. I want to make a difference. But I believe the reason why I'm just okay is just like the brother just said, because of that mindset, and until we as a group start believing that and coming together and reaching out to one another, we're just going to be okay and go, yeah, Antonio, you're a great guy. But Antonio, you got yours on board. I need to get mine. Hello. I'm glad you understand I got mine. I'm glad you understand. And I am doing all I can yes. to give to, to, to make sure you get back. Let, let me tell you, Antonio, you, you brought up two things that I want to... Yeah, go ahead. I, I just really want to say this. <laughs> it was on my and mind really, earlier. So I might as well say it now. You know, and I'm being, a little, I'm being somewhat presumptuous right here because I feel like we have like characteristics. The thing that drives you is when you're able to impart what you learn in others and you see it manifest. I think that's where your greatest glory comes from. That smile that lights you up and pushes you harder to go learn more, to come back to us and say, listen, I've got more to feed you. How, how, what type of capacity do you have to receive all what I'm, what I'm gathering? I think that's where your, your greatest abundance from, comes from. And with us, we've got to figure out what drives us that we want to impart in others? That's all facts. As a matter of fact, my coach is on the call right now, Phil Sorrentino. Well, Phil and Susan, they both coach Tempest and I, and they made me take a talent test. And my, well, it's it's a let's just call it a talent test for layman's understanding, but it's it's a bit more profound than a talent test. And the top two things up on there. Uh, personality assessment, but it's still more, more profound than that as well. Pioneer, 
and teacher. This is this is this are two things that drive me. I'm a risk taker, pioneer, blaze a trail. I probably get bored. I'm sure I get bored in organized, established organizations. Like, what, what am I going to do? Somebody already fixed all the problems. I'm all I'm looking for something to fix, ladies and gentlemen. Please, somebody break something. Get me to a startup so I can fix it. It's probably why I like to, you know, make profitable clients more profitable because I like to fix problems. But I'm also a teacher. Now let's take it out of me. Let's put it on you. You don't get to be in this world in that harmony with your brothers or sisters. Let me go to many schools of thoughts to prove this. Which one would you like first? We, got, we, got, we can go religion. We can go f f philosophical. Which one? It doesn't matter. Scientifically. Let's go scientifically since I didn't say that one. Scientifically, your body is at harmony with itself. That's why you're alive. You missed it. I'll say it again. You, dear listener, dear brother, dear sister, your organs are not competing with each other. You are a perfectly woven machine that snaps off and sends off millions and trillions of kilowatts of energy. And there's enough power in your body to, to light the United States for a long time. And they're all in harmony. The reason you die is because over time, entropy, or the second law of thermodynamics, or at least our illusion of things unraveling, is over time, we, the energy starts, stops sparking the way it once did. And eventually everything just goes into dark. It goes to no heat. Right now, you are the, you are the epitome of the abundance of heat. You are E equals MC squared in human form. And your body is in harmony with itself. And the moment one, just one, one organ system, just one, gets in disharmony, you get sick. The, 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 I mean, just one, just, you just cut your finger just a little bit and let something go in there that's not in harmony with your pH balance. Your body is going to get sick. And the only way to solve sick, if it's a bacteria, is to heat the bacteria out. That's where your fever comes from. In conclusion, for the science side, your body's in harmony. The reason your company's not blessed is because your business is not in harmony with the people in it or the other businesses around it. Science, philosophical. How to win friends and influence people? Dale Carnegie, okay? Let me borrow from him. It's, a, it's one of the greatest philosophical books of all time. I'll borrow from him. But I'm gonna break it down really, really plain. In a, almost in a in a colloquial way people not buying from you because they don't like you did i make that do i need to pick this up did i okay yeah it was clear okay people are not buying from you because they don't like you if they know you they'll follow you if they like you they'll buy from you if they trust you they'll buy from you you haven't made people trust you. I had a, a dude from the hood 
very wise guy, very wise guy. He has a sixth grade education, sixth grade education, and is now a very strong businessman. Okay, sixth grade education, very strong businessman today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. He told me one time, he said, Tony, if you ever want to know where you stand with family, do business with them. I went, I went, boy, ain't that the truth? If you ever want to know where you stand with anybody, I'll push it further. Do business with them. They're going to treat you how they see you. Some of y'all can't get customers that pay their bills on time because you don't pay your bills on time. In the mastermind of life, you are a bad member. So you've manifested a bad business. It's philosophical. Fair enough? Religious. This one's going to hurt the worst. Let's go with the Hebrew religion, one of the oldest organized religions of all time. Okay? The first five commandments go vertically mm -hmm. towards their deity. Is this fair? The second five commandments go laterally to mankind. Uh, okay. Woo, I'm, I'm feeling fire now. Wait a minute. Jerome, I'm on fire right now. I, I, this, this was made plain before I got here. In one of the oldest religions ever. Okay. The, the, one of the oldest religions ever. The first five go up. This is, this is how you're going to be in relationship with your deity. And then said deity turns around to say, now this is how you're going to treat Jerome. Okay. Look it up yourself. Google it. Do, go ahead. Look it up yourself. Look at him. You should not do this against me, 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 me. Now that you got to number five, you know, you shouldn't do this to your neighbor either. Harmony is everywhere. Even in religions, if you are of the Christian faith, actually all religion, pretty much is deities will have a plural stem ending for their name. Elohim is Hebrew. I am, as you would transliterate it, is the plural, in this case it would be masculine, plural stem ending. If you're of Christian faith, 
you got God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And ain't man one of them arguing with each other. Your God is in relationship with him or itself. And you won't be in relationship with others. I think I hit them all. I can do more, but we'll stick to them. Okay, let me pause. Somebody tell me what you got. Well, I, since I went through Law of Attraction course, I was particularly inspired when uh, he said that uh, energy is nature's universally set of building blocks, just like the grasses. We can take it from that. And also, but the part of employed by mastermind, he says, great power can be accumulated through no other principle. No other. So, no other principle. You know, when he brings energy into it, if we don't want people buying for us the way you're acting, they can sense that energy. Mm. So, for in a naggy attitude at times, they ain't going to like the energy coming off. It's just like I didn't want to be our work was at a strike. I just didn't like the energy there. It wasn't suiting for me. And uh, so it, we don't realize it at times, but the energy of even scented oils or something gives us our sense of calmness to be at one with ourselves. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Everything in this world. Thank you, Jack. Everything in this. Jack, show us some on your dream world real quick. Just, just throw some good energy out there. You got let, let, let. He's. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay, we got a hundred dollar bill. Now, how much you attracted? How much are you allowing and attracting that? It's not there yet, but this is my favorite. Chunky checks are coming. All right, let's clap for Jack, everybody. That's it. Jack, I am gonna jump in your vibration and and be very eager to help you attract chunky checks and and by chunky i'm thinking seven figures that's the least checks and these the you're gonna get so many seven figure checks you're gonna be like oh man that's just standard for me right <laughs> that's what we believe in for you jack you're a great guy i appreciate you and appreciate then you what i could do is do that like that secret santa i'll go to the police departments and the best one i saw was uh that he gave like 3000 to a homeless guy and the homeless guy gave it out and it was even a more of a blessing to the homeless guy but then the guy the millionaire gave him money and he says that's the best thing i've ever done is helping other people yeah it is yeah it is tempest and i let me put let me put you out in me and tempest personal business tempest <clears throat> we had a conversation because this is mastermind. I just wanna, we had a conversation about what we would like to do for our team next year. You remember it? Not the numbers, but yes. Okay. What? Go ahead and tell us what what is our personal business. We're going to put it out there for right now. This time next year, we want to give everyone on our team Christmas bonuses and the whole month of December off. 
<laughs> I believe that was one of our team members. I, okay, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we would like. Yes, we would like, and and those Christmas bonuses are going to be chunky checks, Jack. Chunky checks. That that's our plan. We want them to have the entire month of December off, and we mean a paid off. Okay. Okay. All right. We mean paid off. That means they're not gonna miss a check while still being off. Is that pretty good? But that's masterminding. That's mastermind. Uh oh, they go, they go, Jack. Y'all look at Jack's screen. Say, say something, Jack, so the viewers when they go back and download it, they can see it. It's a uh, hundred thousand dollars. There it is. Hundred thousand dollars gonna find its way. They're gonna knock down doors. Just no. Nope, matter of fact, my bad. One million. All right. Now, Jack, that's you messing up them zeros. That's a big mess up there. Wait a minute now. <laughs> yeah, you left out too many zeros on yeah. that one. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Okay. So but that's a part of this thinking grow rich. Yes. Hey, yes. Antonio. Yes, sir. I don't want to miss a I don't want everybody to miss on something that you said that was very um powerful empowerment and empowerment at the same time is when you spoke about relationships. So we're talking about the deity part where the Lord said it's not good for man to be alone. There's a reason for that. We all need each other. So in, in a sense, we need to be independently dependent. And once then you need to be a stand on your own, but you also need to have be dependent on others as well for your business to flourish because you can't buy your own product you can't grow by yourself. <laughs> no, no, you can't buy your own product. <laughs> That's not a sustainable business model. No. <laughs> yeah, you drop an album and buy all million of them to go platinum. <laughs> That's not a sustainable business model at all. I can assure you that. Good. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. As you all can see, if you're new here, this is a very vocal class. I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to open it back up because we got some good quotes going on. Jack was talking about energy. Ladies and gentlemen, everything is energy. I, I know you hear that all the time. I get it. But let me give it to you the way Einstein gave it to you. E, e equals MC squared. Energy equals mass times the speed of light twice, okay, or squared. Here's what that means. Einstein discovered that Mass and energy are two forms, excuse me, mass and light are two forms of the same thing. I'll repeat that. Mass and light are two forms of the same thing, two different forms of the same thing, which is energy. Now, that's, that shouldn't be too hard. Because we know water can be a gas, a liquid, or a solid. Three different forms of the same thing. Someone, let, let me stop right here. Someone tell me what the parallel I'm drawing between E equals MC squared and U. Who can guess that? 
Is it that weird energy? That weird energy. Thank you very much. Mass is simply mass is simply energy collected over time into one space. The more energy you get over and over and over and over, the more it comes together and becomes mass. Oof. All right. Let me put my weight on it. Let me put my weight on it. All right, here we go. The more energy you get in one place collected over time, that thing becomes a thing. Is that fair? If you keep giving energy, if you keep giving off negative energy and directing it in one place over and over and over and over and over, that will become mass. Ladies and gentlemen, energy is easy to avoid. Once it becomes mass, it takes trillions of years to break down. Some of you got the same problem since 97 because you let it become mass. <clears throat> you let that energy get collected over time. And now it's mass. Energy is easy to get rid of. You just redirect it. Mass is there for a long time. Well, Einstein says... <clears throat> The speed of light, 186,000 kilometers per second. The speed of light, twice all that energy is hooked up in mass times the weight of that mass. So if it weighs a ton, that's 2,000 pounds. I have no idea what that would be in kilograms. I'm not... I'm pretty smart, but not that smart. It's 2,000 pounds. I have no idea how many kilograms. What you would have is 2,000 times 186,000 kilometers per second squared. It would take that much energy times 2,000 pounds to make that ton. It is insanely hard to produce mass and insanely hard to get rid of it. So if you don't have your breakthrough yet, stop tripping. You got energy collecting over time. It's about to show up, especially if you get into a mastermind. If you have what you don't want in your life, stop giving energy to it because it already gonna stay there forever. The only thing you need to do now is walk away from it. The reason why masterminds are so effective is because you're taking 19 people with all that thought energy, which is the greatest form of energy of thought, directed it in one place. You basically multiply your breakthrough by the amount of people into your mastermind. Someone tell me what I just said and what you Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we got two of them. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies first. Yes, always ladies first. Um, hey there, everybody. One of the things I got out of it, Antonio, was not just the amount of people multiplying that energy, but he seemed to be saying that the only way it's super successful is if that energy is pointed toward the same objective. 
which kind of really blew my mind a lot that mm-hmm. you get that many people to, or whomever, how many ever in your group together, he said, you will not be successful unless they all agree That's on right. that objective. And That's to right. me, that was very heavy, very heavy, because everybody has to get in, in harmony on board, not toward the leader as much, but toward the objective of the Objective. Leader. That's right. And yeah. the reason is because you can't collect matter over time and make mass. You can't make your breakthrough with energy everywhere. It has to compound on itself over and over to become a physical thing. That, listen, that's not esoteric physical talk. That's science. Okay, we got Thomas and then Anthony and Pam were trying to say something. Go ahead, Thomas. All right, so I'm just going to cut straight to the point. What you just talked about was the power of the collective. Know, and leveraging other people's experience, other people's innovation. I mean, their, their complete self for fo- focusing on one vision. And a lot of times where leaders fall or bosses are not successful because they have the vision, but the people around them haven't bought into that vision. In order for anything to be successful, people, the collective, have to, have to follow that vision, not the person. There we go. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Just make sure if you're going to follow the person, make sure the person is all about the vision. Yeah, just make sure the person is all about the vision. You'll be just fine. Just fine. Thank you, Thomas. Anthony and Pam. All the way from Maui. (laughs) Yes. Um, You had given the example, uh, Antonio, of negative energy being applied, creating a mass that can't, won't go away. When I was just saying that the converse is true that positive energy of the masterminds coming together with common purposes people have talked about, but it also be positive energy will create a mass of success that right. will not dissipate, but will only increase in longevity and it won't be short-lived, but will be long-lived. And that's what I think we're all about doing here is creating our businesses that will be here for the long-term and will be positive and make a positive difference in the world. And by coming together as a mastermind, we can achieve that. You know what? I'm glad you said that. Thank you very much because how do I want to do this? Okay, let's, let's do it this way. <clears throat> I want to talk to all my religious folk, okay? Anyone that has a background in religious or you love Whatever your deity is, I love you. I love you. I love you for loving your religion. I want to talk to you because you suffer from this problem. Okay, you suffer from this problem. So lean in. All that, it's not my season. Mm-hmm. All that, well, you know what? It just ain't for me right now. That's not necessarily true. Let me help you out. What Pam just said scientifically proves that if you manifest something good, that season shall have no end. The trick is to just keep manifesting what is good. The same way it is, mass cannot easily be destroyed. If you plant good seeds and you manifest, stop letting people tell you, well, it's good now, Pam. You know it ain't gonna last good for long. No, no. That is 1920s Great Depression thinking. 
because your grandmother told you to stack for a rainy day. You know what? She was right because the banks messed over the world economy. And then they taught their children, don't trust banks. And they taught their children, don't, don't trust banks. And now you got this whole passed down from generation to generation of a rainy day is coming. And I don't have to come. And if it come, who said rain ain't prosperity? Rain is pretty good for a farmer. It's, 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 it's pretty good for a farmer. Rain doesn't have to be bad. Stop thinking that just because you have something good, it's going to fall off. Now watch. I know I had to say that. Who wants to be transparent right now and admit that you silently suffer from when you have something good going on, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop? Come on. Who's going to be transparent? Who's going to admit, okay, we got one, got Grace, got Galaxy, and got Tony, two. good. I'm like Go that ahead, every day. I'm like that every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. See it? She's like that every day. Who else is like that every day? Don't lie. She ain't the only one. I, I definitely want to step into that because I always yeah. feel like through the course of my experiences that I've always got to save from knowing that I'm going to take a hit. Like, it's like I know this is going to happen. So, okay, put this mm. to the side. But when it mm. hits you, it doesn't affect you. Mm. So, mm. yeah, mm. I, I definitely, I, I play I play safe to a certain extent because what, what, I, what I look at personally for me is the days when I didn't have anything and I don't want to see that no more. So, therefore, I'm going to play safe. I'm going to jump off the, off the curb, but I've got a safety net. And especially right now, since I have a wife and, and two daughters, I really have to dial it back a little bit because I have an aggressive tendency. I don't mind going all in. But mm. now it's bigger than me. So, okay, step back. Think about them first before you jump off their roof. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, all of that sounds logical. Unfortunately, it's logical poverty, okay? Let me help all of y'all out. Thomas, you jump off the roof. You jump off as many roofs as you want to jump off of. Just start playing the long-term game, okay? Anyone that you've ever seen be successful, they all played the long-term game. Do y'all understand what I mean by long-term game? Don't go in trying to get all your harvest in the same season. In fact, you know what? This is good. Let's play a game. Okay, I want y'all to be vocal. Play a game. January typically has what season? Someone, someone tell me. What season is in January? Winter. Winter. Okay. Okay, good. Someone online too. Okay, good. Winter. And how often does January come every year? Every year. Every year. Interesting. Okay. Good. March typically or April typically brings in what time of the year? Spring. Spring. How often does this happen? Every year. What about what about 50 years ago? How often did that happen? Have me a split. 50 years ago. Was there an April? Okay, nah, it couldn't have been an April. Let me, let me, couldn't have been an April 50 years ago. When Jesus was walking the earth, was there an April? Nah, couldn't have been. Couldn't have been no April. C couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. When, when they were in caves as Neanderthals and human, humanoids, did they have April? Okay. 
did, hold on, I, I don't know. Y'all ain't answered. Did they have April? Yes. Yes. Okay, so they did have April. Yes? They, okay, had they did have marks. April. I'm glad you said that. They had tick marks. Tick, but, but did April come? Did something, no matter what you call it, yeah. did the time of year come? Yeah. <laughs> right? Jack's right. They had tick marks. Okay. <laughs> how often does April come after, how, excuse me, how often does spring come after winter? Every year. Every year. Does time. it ever change? All, All the time. time. Okay, then. <clears throat> now watch this here. This is Thomas. This is completely for you, brother. Actually, this is, actually, I know, I, I know a lot of you. Talisha, Thomas, Michelle G, Michelle G, Michelle M, especially Michelle M, Chantel, just got finished texting you. Let me see who else is on. Grace. All right, let's go there. Okay, now watch this here. This is all for y'all. If I called your name out, this is a word for you. After Great. spring comes what? Summer. Summer. So you mean to tell me summer always come after spring? Always. Okay, interesting. Yes. And after summer comes what? Fall. Fall. These four seasons, do they, do they stop coming? No. no. You mean to tell me they're consistently consistent? If you die, is summer, spring, and fall, and winter still going to come? Are they going to come in the right order? Before you were born, did they come in the right order? Someone tell me which two seasons do you get to get a harvest from? Winter. Spring and fall. Spring and fall. Spring and fall. Harvest happens every spring and every fall. No, but I'm black. Does that matter? I'm white. Does that matter? Well, you know what? I'm Jewish. Does that matter? Does it matter if your creed, race, or religion? All four seasons are coming, and you can only harvest in two of them. Yes? Okay, I'm about if 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 you if you just walk with me, I'm about to bless your whole world. All four seasons happen. Every year, yes? And you can only harvest in two times. Can you live all year if you eat all the harvest of the spring? Interesting. No. If you're in the winter and you're waiting for the harvest to come in the spring, can you get your harvest and then eat your harvest and then survive in the summer? No, because you had to save some seed for planting. What you say, PJ? You know that's how y'all spend y'all money, though, right? I, I, I need you to know you get this intellectually, but this is how you spend your money. They come out, they come from your check, and you eat every bit of it. You eat it with your car note, you eat it with your insurance. This is how you spend your money. Now, I just need you to get that what you understand intellectually, this is how you spend your money. Not just your money, this is how you run your business. You get a customer, you eat the life of that customer and the customer never come back. Or you eat all the profit that customer gets in your business. 
So here's what you do. You borrow from Spencer Johnson's Peaks and Valleys. And the winter since you can't plant seeds, you prepare for the winter. Everybody write that down. I will start preparing for the winter. Thomas, I am talking to you. There is a difference between preparing for the winter and every time I get something, I'm vibrating like winter is right around the corner. Two totally different things. Ants do that. <laughs> ants do that. And ants are in abundance, aren't they? Yes, they are. And it was a story right. that, you know, would someone not get preparing himself and then ask the ants, can I get some food? And the ant said, well, you should have been working all summer and not lazing around. So that's I'm, fair. I'm very gentle with the ants now. And Antonio, we as, <laughs> yes, we, as, we as humans also have our seasons. Say someone, people refer to me, maybe to Jack and some others, as people in the winter of their life, coming out of the fall and going to the winter. Some of you in the spring of your life, if you're preparing for winter, you're preparing your retirement money, how you're going to live when you retire, how you're going to live once you stop literally working and want to relax. So if you don't plant early, you won't have that winter harvest. The, the preparations put away either. It's the thought. No, it's not just a thought. That's facts. That's facts. But I'm going to teach you all how not to have to have an average winter in your life. Because the way the system is set up now, ladies and gentlemen, your retirement don't last as long as your life. I wish I had some folk over 50 that you're now looking at your retirement balance and you done multiplied it by a few years. You looked at your account, you divided it by 12, and you said, man, I can only get to 73. Unless, I want some real folk. Unless, <clears throat> Go ahead. Unless you set up a steady stream of passive income coming in that's going to outlast you. Now, that's what we're about to talk about. And we about, now that sounds That's when you smart, sit down with right? me. No, I'm about to do it right now. <laughs> I'm about to do it right now. Your financial plan that I set you up. <laughs> okay, so everybody go to Iceberg. He'll set you up. Financial plan, he'll set you up. Everybody go to Iceberg. I'm about to do it right now. Check this out. Do we know winter is coming? Yes. Yes. Every year. Is it fair to say winter is cutback season? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. If you know it's coming, do you have to experience cutback season? No. 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 All right, Thomas, I'm talking to you and all the, everyone else in name. Just because you understand cutbacks exist don't mean you have to experience them. I'm talking now. I don't experience cutbacks unless I choose to. But I don't have to. I drop. I drop everybody around me and never experience a cutback again. Y'all are experiencing cutbacks because you ain't followed the four seasons. If you know winter is coming, what do you do? What what, what comes after winter? Spring. Spring, but that's okay. But what comes before winter? 
Now, if fall comes before winter, what should you do, ladies and gentlemen? Plant when? On the harvest. And, and, no, okay, you're going to plant? In the spring. In the, yeah, in your in harvest. The, no, we're going to plant in the fall. For fall winter, and spring. But, yeah. You, yeah. but you know what you're thinking? I want to plant in the fall for winter. And that's the doggone problem. Because you're only planting for winter. So guess right. what happens? You struggle winter. or winter. averagely get past winter. You get in a mastermind. Somebody like me will tell you, won't you plant 10 times more than winter? So when the winter comes, you get to maintain your lifestyle, give to your church, and have eight times more that you can have in the winter and let those also be seeds for the spring. I just spit a fact, whether you want to hear it or not. This is this is long-term game. We on some Warren Buffett talk now. Antonio. Yes, sir. Uh, listen, I was always taught. I've been in mastermind groups before. And as it relates to, there's a book that I read years and years ago called The Richest Man in Babylon. And uh, I don't know my if book, you've ever read that my book. What? I read that book twice a year. Okay. So a lot of what you're talking about is, is displayed in that book um, magnific magnificently. And what I've always done, I've never had that. I've never played that four season kind of set up for my life. I just never did that. My, my, my thought process was always sow and reap. And it didn't, didn't really matter to me what time of the year. Or, and I know we're not talking about a physical time of the year. We're just mm -hmm. talking about seasons of planting, uh, reaping, sowing and reaping. So it was just my process to always, always plant when always I'm reaping. Um, one of the most powerful things I've heard, I don't know if it was, it was certainly one of the most, one of the first calls I was on here. And I don't know if it was on this call or another particular call. But something was said about a thread that was started among the group. And it was that mm -hmm. everyone would lift up the other person's yep. uh, whatever they were doing. So if, if Antonio wrote something, someone would go behind him and endorse it. To yep. me, that's such, that was one of the most powerful things I had heard. And that's why I really wanted to be connected to this group. I'm thinking, if, if the people in this group are thinking like that, I want to be a part of that because in other masterminds, I never had that unity. Mm. So uh, it was just powerful. The whole call is powerful. And for me, the whole mass, the mastermind ideal is for me to give up my own uh, individual thought within the group and collectively connect with the group um, to, to reach that desire. So beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <clears throat> okay. That so much that you just gave me you got my head <clears throat> excited right now first off Tempest let's start a new thread just in case it got lost in threads and let's let's do the same thing because let me tell you last thing I'm going to do is hear from my audience and do the opposite <laughs> let's, 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 let's start that it's, it's always up but let's start that and then let's 
and then find more clever ways to keep it going. Line app, whatever, whatever we got to do. Okay, find that groups, whatever we got to do. But let's do that so we all can get in. In fact, we maybe we can use it on people who plan better. Tempest, we probably do do people who plan better that way. Who knows? But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find a way to perfect that times a hundred. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I totally agree with. Daryl's philosophy. I just give, 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 give. I'm, I'm, I've give so much that I don't even notice seasons. I always have, I'm always walking into a harvest because I'm always giving. The point, and I'm going to take PJ, the point that I want you all to get, and please hear me, everybody I named, hear me. There's a universal fact that you do not reap at the same time you sow. Please get that fact. If you don't get that fact, what's gonna happen to you is you're gonna be demoralized and you're gonna stop sowing. You're gonna stop sowing because you wanted a gift right back. You do not reap in the same season in which you're sowing. But once the reaping comes, Start giving so much. Start giving so much that the reaping never ends. This always outsow what you give. Excuse me. Always outgive what you reap. Okay, go ahead, PJ. Absolutely, because you always got a crop coming up somewhere else. A little bit of testimony, a little bit of confession. I've been in many groups, and as we all know, some of us have always been burned in certain groups, da da da, da. I want you, I'm, I'm letting you know today, Antonio, today, mm -hmm. I stepped out on faith and put Step me to, out on faith. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't, don't start with me. <laughs> don't start with me. And sowed a little seed, and I purchased your book today. I called you it and, I, and I got what it from Amazon say? today. And I said to myself, now, if I reap what you're sowing, when I get my book out, I said, you know what? There's at least one person I know that's going to buy my book. And that's going to be Antonio Smith because he already said, yep. you know, that's the way it works. So I went a little further into the group today. As I said, I want you, matter of fact, I bought two of your books today. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. One was the last one on Amazon, and they said you will supply more. It was your old one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it when God Keep got a battle? No, no, the battle. God's battle. God went to war. Oh, God of war. Okay. That one. And then your newest one with uh, Busengi. But anyway, I just wanted to, as far as sowing, reaping, planting all that masterminding threading as daryl was saying yeah i bought your book today well i appreciate first off let me honor you i appreciate you thank you very much for that i really i really do i like i'm not saying in that ceremony i really do appreciate it and let me tell you and, and people some, who actually let me not even say it. who who among you out here in the audience that can say that I have bought, purchased your product, sent you money, gave you a discount, told you stop paying, something like that. So somebody, somebody confess. I can confess to that. 
Okay, got Marjorie. Hey, Marjorie, what's going on? Well, in spite of. That's it. That's it. That's it. Go on with your bad self. Good to hear from you. <laughs> she free on too. Thank you, Michelle. Truly blessed. Thank you. Oh, very welcome. Pamela, I think you were about to say yep, something. Trying to do, can you hear me? He, he yes, me. ma'am. Oh, you no, can't no, hear I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nope, I've been blessed by you, too. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to get buttons to, to make sure I can hear my testimony. And I say thank you, and I am highly blessed and favored. Thank you. Yes, very welcome, very welcome. And we don't have to keep going, but my point is, what I, what, what I want to say is, I buy everybody's products. I can't wait to buy your product. I can't. I'm telling you right now that I, when PJ dropped her book, I'm going to be one of the first people. And I go, I go the extra step. I'm going to take a picture with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little video with it. And I'm going to blast out an email about it. I do this all the time, y'all. All the time. Not, and I wouldn't say because I'm a good person. It's because I understand that whenever I give the PJ, I automatically gave it myself. Automatically. And I, my job on planet Earth is to constantly be in harmony with PJ, no matter what. Constantly be in harmony with PJ, with LOD, with both Michelle's. I'm constantly in harmony. That's my doggone job. That's your job, too. Okay, what well, else? Let me step out there and say you bless me also. <laughs> Appreciate I, I don't have no problem saying that. Not only did you bless <laughs> me with the with how you let me in, but just me listening to certain things that you say and understand that our personalities are so much alike in that we're both intellectual and we're striving towards greatness, but the greatness that we're really pushing for is really to bless others. So I appreciate the fact that you you allow me actually to grow. I'm growing by being around you, and just to take it to another another level, and it's it's priceless this information that we're receiving. And I hope everybody really realize the depth of what we're receiving by being on these mastermind calls or just being around intellectuals like you, Tempest, and people who have been there, done that, and are willing to say, you know what? I'm not going to give you fluff. I'm going to tell you how it really is and what you really need to do and deal with yourself. Personally, you have to deal with yourself. You have to master yourself in order to master your universe. That's it, bro. You said that. I, 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 ain't nothing else I can say. <laughs> you said that. No, I appreciate you. No, 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 no. You're right, man. You are. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. The other thing I got from the mastermind, and you, this just seemed the perfect segue for it, is that the leader, specifically speaking to you at the moment, of the mastermind has to be, has to be, he says, a servant leader. So if you are a servant leader, mm-hmm. you're going to have success with your group when you have all those other things in harmony. And thank you for being a servant leader. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. I want to say one yeah. more thing. Man, go ahead, man. Have back, your way. back up. One thing is, you're going to help me write my book. <laughs> Shameless plug. Let me throw that in early. <laughs> I got but the you. next <laughs> thing is something that keeps resonating with me. And 
and I don't know how it affects other people, but it definitely affects me, and it, it helps me hold back my own personal thoughts with things that I, how my perception is, do you want to be rich or you want to be right? So many of us want to be right that will sacrifice us being wealthy and successful and in in living an abundant life. And you got to step out of that to see other people's sides of the conversation in order for you to get to the point you need to get to in life because you're going to need them, period. Period. You're right about that, man. You're right about that. <clears throat> and and I, I, love the, I love how the conversation is. Am I unmuted? Okay, yeah. I love how the conversation is happening because all of this, believe it or not, has everything to do with a mastermind. Let's, let, let, let's take it up a level. I met Tempest, I'm you, Mike. Help me out real quick. Tempest actually teaches this class with me, just not to think and grow rich part. This class is actually a 40-week class that turned into a 70-week class. Let's <laughs> yeah, there she go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tempest, when you first met me, describe me to, <laughs> yes, and don't hold back either. Don't hold back. When I first, first, first met you, like our first interaction? First, second, third, fourth, a couple of years in, don't matter. My first, first impression was you were arrogant, you were crazy, and I wanted to avoid you at all costs. And how long did it take you to change that thought process? Uh... A week, actually. A week. Not too bad. She, that's because she actually talked to me. Because that confidence <laughs> comes off as you, you, people think I'm arrogant. And when they talk to me, they, they, I hear it all the time. Oh, you're not so bad. Really? What did you think I was? No, our first conversation, I knew you were horrific. That's why I did not want to talk to you anymore. Let's dwell, not, dwell. Let's not dwell, do that. Our first dwell. conversation was not... It. Well, you was going to do what I said, but yep. nevertheless. Okay. Now, we spent five years together, one-on-one business, and we brought in the team. Did the team get did the team get the Antonio you knew, or did they get a different version? They Take got, us through that. Okay, so this actually kind of low-key, everybody on the team, this kind of made me mad at y'all for a long time because <laughs> y'all got... <laughs> Y'all got a teddy bear version of Antonio while I got raw, uncut version of Antonio. And I was like, so when you gonna do them like you did me? And that <laughs> never really happened. Yeah, I did not appreciate that at all. So to explain to you all, I got the Army 2004. I spent three to four years shell shock. I did, I did, I did. No, honestly, I was absolutely, I did some, Let's just say the Army used me well, okay? I was counterintelligence for the United States Army, and I have two. I have lots of missions under my belt, okay? Let me, I'm trying to escape this top-secret security clearance, okay? <laughs> A lot of missions under my belt. So I was hard. Let me just tell you, I was, you know, I was, yeah, I was, I was still a program. in the Marines. That's it. So you get it. I was a program killing machine. I really was. I really was. She'd be like, tell me this. No, you're on a need to know basis. You know, stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, this is it. I'm not joking. I'm not joking at all. I told you I did to kill you. I was a mastermind. 
I know, right? Exactly. Jack, Jack gets it. it Tony spent tw- the 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 Anthony on screen there spent how many years you spent in the Navy? I spent twenty five years in the Navy. Twenty five. So you get it too. <laughs> Need to know uh, bases. I gotta say this. I know the Marines are part of the wow. Navy, but we're the <laughs> men's department of the Navy. <laughs> that's what we do. Look, that's what we do. That's what, <laughs> that's what we do. You know, we all three of us gonna get started because Army uh, hate the Marines. Antonio? Army hate the Marines, and of course, Navy don't even count. You know, but, but anyway. Which Anthony? Oh, okay, okay. Go ahead, Anthony. No, I was I was in the uh, photo intelligence part. So okay. Okay. Yes. 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 So he would. He would. We call him Squint in the army. He had to look at these little. They got to squint to see these. Anyway, it, it, anyway, that's an army joke, but it doesn't matter. We call him Squint. So I came out hard. Tip is what else about my personality? Was wrong. How often did I say thank you? <laughs> what? Um, very, very rare at first. <laughs> very rare for like a year and a half until I called you out one day. I was like, you either, you either gonna say thank you or I'm out of here. And you was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I it was know. terrible. I, I didn't know. Yeah, because my job was to complete the mission. Subordinates were second. I stayed alive, complete mission. We get a mission done. I'd be like, oh, move up. I'm your mic, Tempest. Move to the next one. All right. Now, so, so how, did you, the... how did you turn some of that around, okay. Antonio? Oh, and I ask that this. because we need to know in case it flares up every now and then, which I think it's still. <laughs> Is that right? Is so, that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how, how do you manage that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I, I, I start reading books on how to change. I start reading books, not for entertainment, but for transformation. So whatever I was struggling with or whatever level I wanted to go to, I would read a book on that. And that's what determined my reading. So when I was broke, I picked up George S. Class, The Richest Man in Babylon. It was so good. Actually, most of my financial formula for that I teach people really comes from Richest Man in Babylon. There's no reason. 10, 10, 10, 70, 10, 20, 70. It doesn't, you know, 20, 20, 80. It doesn't matter. You know, save 10% of the income. It, the book is timeless. It really is. Tempest, I was, didn't say thank you. Tell them one of the biggest mistakes I ever made with you. I have no idea what she's going to say, y'all. I have no idea. You forgot about me. You had a new, you brought, oh, well, you brought the the question, so let's get the real answer. Go ahead, then. You brought in new people and forgot about the person that was riding with you with Doritos and Arizona tea. Yep, I did. And when have I made that mistake again? Not since we had that uncomfortable conversation. How many years ago was that? Um... Maybe five, five and a half. So I'm on five and a half years drug free or or forget free. Okay, can I get a pin for that? Can I, you know, hi, my name is Antonio and I am a forgetaholic. Can I, can I, no, no, there's no, there's no sober for that. Okay, I'll get a pin for that. I did. 
what I did was we were growing LOD. We were growing fast. I was like, well, you know what? I got an idea, Pam. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to run out there, go get leaders who are already leading and bring them into this organization easier. And I did that and it worked. And I gave the illusion, Tempest, that I forgot her because I was trying to teach them stuff. When it's to, if you ask it was me, not an illusion, Antonio T. Smith Jr. <laughs> it was real life, and I'm gonna need you well, to I admit forgot that, Tempest. or you won't get I'm a. I admitted it. All right, fine. I did. I I absolutely forgot Tempest. Okay, I forgot, but but it was it was worse than just forgetting. Get him, I didn't Tempest. Just get forget him, her. Yeah, I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> I didn't just forget her. I didn't even tell her I was going to bring him in. I didn't tell her why. So I didn't, I didn't just forget. I didn't communicate. I didn't just leave her in the dark. I just, it was worse than leaving. Whatever you think of worse than leaving someone in the dark. It, to, to, if, you, if I was on radio and someone asked me, what's the greatest leadership mistake you've ever made? I promise you I would bring this up. Yeah, we had a very uncomfortable conversation. Tempest, when I, when you had your uncomfortable conversation with me, how did I behave? You immediately apologized and started changing from that moment on. And we never had to have a second uncomfortable conversation about that again. Okay, y'all hear this? Because it's not, this has nothing to do with my greatness. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Five, five and a half years ago, we I immediately paused. Did I interrupt you, Tempest? No, you took it as raw as you were. That's how raw I was with you. Oh, yeah. I, I want you to think, uh, please don't think Tempest went, Antonio. No, no, no. There was curse words flying in this conversation. Please know that. Okay. Can we admit that, Tempest? Yes, it was. All right. All right, then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Can someone who who is the lover's friend on Facebook? Can you send her the? She's trying to get in, but she can't. She's using the wrong pen. <clears throat> okay. Now here's Tempest. She's cussing me out, and boom, when she's going after it. Yes. Did I be a victim, Tempest? No. Just took it. You took it. Tempest was my mastermind group. I understood from years of reading Think Grow Rich at this time, I was to be in harmony with my mastermind group. When Tempest was out of harmony because of myself, I jumped in harmony by taking her lashes. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, to be in harmony, you got to eat some crow. You got to eat some humble pie. Everyone processing this. My job was to be in harmony with Tempest. I was the disharmony. How dare the disharmony have an opinion? How long did it take me to change Tempest? Immediately. Because the goal is not to be right, but to be rich. In respects of mastermind, Tempest reprimanding of me and my reaction to it. What have you learned? Anybody?
Can I speak? <laughs> Say it again, Jerome. I said, can I speak? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Tiffany yeah. may reprimand you, though. She's <laughs> on it right now. She corrected grown men today. Oh, that, and, that's, and, and that's fine. Now, now Antonio, I, I have to be honest to the entire group, okay? You are a genius in your own right, Antonio, and, I know, and I'm going to give you that, okay? But you can't touch Tempest. You can't touch Tempest. I'm telling you that right now. No, I know that. Okay, she bad, she bad mamma jamma. And, 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 and here's the deal. When you recognize when she slashed out at you, what time it was, what you saw, them dollar signs. If I don't get in harmony with her, this whole, this whole thing is going into the ditch. This whole thing is going to fall apart. And here's what's amazing, Antonio, is what I see the day manifested after those five years. And it's a miracle. It's, it's phenomenal, okay? And you two are in sync, and you two are in harmony. Unbelievable. You said something earlier about sowing and reaping, and then you came back and you corrected. And I hope people didn't miss it. The, what you're planning right now, you're not looking for the harvest right now, but you're going to reap what you've already planted, and you're going to grab that as you go along, but you're going to continue to plant for the long, for long haul. When I met you seven months ago, Antonio, I didn't have, I've never, folks, I've never been in a mastermind group. I've never had this privilege, okay? So some of you haven't either, and you don't know the significance and how important this is, but here's what I've learned. I've learned for myself that I have a poverty mentality as I've grown, and I don't want that anymore. But here's the beauty. I've not only seen Antonio show me and demonstrate to me a positive mentality and a profitable mentality, I've watched him manifest that in the lives of other people around me. So he ain't no, he ain't no fly by nighter. He's doing this, he's making it real. I got to get on board. I got to change my mindset. But you know what? It's not easy. But you know what? I'm going to hang in there and I'm going to fight for that. So, uh, Tony, you, you immediately saw that you were about to destroy this thing that you wanted. And you knew that this person named Tempest was a key to that. So guess what you oh, did? Yeah. I better get my act together. That's I right. Come on now and look at you two now. You, oh, you, yeah. guys, you guys are formidable. I, I look in the industry. Can't nobody touch y'all. Hello? Anybody listening? Oh, can't nobody touch ATS. Hello? Oh, 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 Antonio. Antonio, I sent that video to, Dar to Derek on Gary V. And he said to me, who's this guy, very, uh, Gary V? I say, this is one of the people that Antonio talks about. Boom, 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 boom. And I say, so if he's telling me to listen to Gary V, you need to listen to Gary V. <laughs> you understand. <laughs> you understand. I just want to share that with y'all. Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you. No, no. Tempest is, is what do you, let me let one of my team, y'all have a title for Tempest, the greatest, say that. Y'all tell, in front of me, what do y'all call Tempest? The greatest CEO. Because she is. I pass to the church. Tempest was a better pastor than me. Let me tell you. I ain't, I ain't lying. I ain't no doggone pastor. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm a capitalist. I ain't no pastor. I got, I got vision, FOD. I ain't, 
You understand what I'm saying? I got vision. I ain't I ain't got empathy. If you want to cry on the shoulder, you need to go to Tempest. Come not to me. Two things, and I'm gonna get I, I got you every day. I see your hand up. Two things I want to bring out. Mastermind. This is on the mastermind level. Thing number one. Tempest, greatest CEO. I ain't got no problem with that. Is anybody picking up on that? I don't have a darn problem with the fact that Tempest is a better CEO than me. Anybody got any problem? Are you picking up on that? Watch this here. I ain't trying to be the greatest CEO. That's my second point. In the mastermind group, be yourself. Just have yourself in harmony with others. I live 100% of my dreams. Why in the hell am I mad at Tempest for being the greatest CEO? <laughs> what I look like being full on my dreams and reaching over her plate and getting something. Amen. Hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm trying to be a billionaire. I want to be the greatest leader alive. You know what? All CEOs aren't great leaders. As a matter of fact, most CEOs don't really lead well. <clears throat> they manage people and systems. They don't lead well. FOD, then Marjorie. Wow. I just had an aha moment because right. Let's hear about it. We want realizing. you to cry too. We want you to cry because this is an <laughs> Oprah moment. We got it zoomed on. Man, um, my low self-esteem and lack mentality is what has been stopping me from has been getting in the way from building a team that can bring me to the next level. Because as you're speaking, I'm realizing that. The fear of being used, kind of like what we spoke about last week, the fear of not having the credit is stopping me from even getting beside people that I know, I can see how this person benefits me. I see how we would be a great team, but there's this low self-esteem and lack mentality, lack of, I, there's not enough of there's not enough glory to go around so i'm gonna keep my distance i'll keep my some knowledge away from you i will keep some of my resources that i can help you with to go forward but i'll keep that until i see that maybe you're trustworthy enough for me to see that we can work together and it's like this is just crazy because now that kind of opens up that opens me up to see how there's certain people and certain things that i could be doing that's not necessarily for me right now, but it's still for me because I'm in harmony. As long as everything's in harmony, then you win, I win. Wow. Not only are you accurate, but I'm glad you had that aha moment. There are, please, I want, I want you all to listen to me. I'm telling you, I am great. But Jerome is not lying. I know I'm great because I only operate in my fantastic genius areas. Y'all are never going to see me operating somewhere where I'm weak. I am not for that. You will never hear me teach a class on how to do paperwork. That ain't happening. I just don't do it well. Anything administrative, I'm telling y'all, I, I, I computer program better than Tempest by far. 
She designs better than me. I honestly build inferior land pa- landing pages if you compare them to Tempest. I'm telling you right now, most of our designs come from Tempest. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think about this for a second. I, need y'all, I just need y'all to get this. I can do anything and I do it well. Most of our designs, that stuff, y'all be like, oh my God, this works so well. It was so easy. Antonio, you did it. No, that was Tempest. (laughs) That was Tempest. I'm just, I'm telling you right now. Now, how it worked behind the scenes stuff, you can't see that. Because my brain, Jerome, works like a plowing machine getting through goals. Let's make this code very fast for the user. Tempest is like, but no one wants to use it. It's not fun. <laughs> can we make it pretty and fun? And can we have this over here? And you know what? Let's move this button over here because I don't, sometimes I don't want to scrap. I don't think about y'all like that. <laughs> Tempest do. And that's the power of operating only in your gift. But watch, you have this fire and water coming together. Actually, we ain't worse than fire and water. She's fire, I'm grease, making the fire worse. You know, she's fire, I'm just throwing grease on it. You know know what I'm saying? Just make it all worse. But somehow, when we connect, boom, we get million dollar companies. Because we understand harmony. I'm not in competition with Tempest. Not. You'll never not hear me give Tempest credit. There are things that I do for Tempest y'all will never know. You'll never know. You you just never know. She's building some business right now. I got a little something something in there. You'll know. You'll know. You won't know. And I won't let her tell you. Because I'm very passionate about her having her own shine and not being in my shadow. How did I get passionate there? Me and her had another uncomfortable conversation. (laughs) Just remember that. Be in harmony with your mastermind. And have enough confidence to let Tempest shine without you feeling so dang on bad about it. Now I'm talking to everybody. Do you understand? I'm I'm coming to you, Margie. Get ready. I'm telling y'all. Right now, Tempest does great things. And I don't bother about it. And I'm not finna, I ain't finna throw no slug when we hang up from this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got your little funky comment. You know how, come on, don't act like y'all know. Because y'all know how the people are. You know how people are. Yeah, it's, it's always Lil. I saw your little mastermind group. <laughs> Come on, Marjorie. Come on, Marjorie. Put some, put, put, put some, put something sanctified up in here. Then I'm about, I'm about to go left. <laughs> First of all, you guys uh, complement each other. You work in communion uh, with each other, and you are smart enough to recognize your strengths, and she's smart enough to recognize hers as well as. Um, that which is not necessarily your strongest suit. Uh, I don't apply to the word weakness because I don't believe in it in a divine being, but that's a whole nother conversation. 
what's happening with me, I can so relate to Jerome. And uh, just to try to make this as brief as possible, uh, surviving a lot of child abuse and having been shot as a teen, having been raped four different times, and I could kind of go on and on and on. But one of the biggest challenges was that I was beat around money and told that I would never amount to anything, told that I was stupid. Uh, I thought the B word was my name, <laughs> you know, and I, I could really go on and on. But what that did was it created a paradigm in me of a fear of money, not just a fear of success and failure, which was also applicable, which is. And, and what, what it did for me as well, there's a divine calling on my life that's telling me, I made you a genius. And I've given you these gifts to help transform the world with your message, with your talents, with your abilities. And that polarity had me going in circles. And so God sent me an Antonio uh, and a Tempest and uh, the rest of the group to begin to minister to me. And I believe we minister to one another which allows me to see things a bit differently in that manner. And the attacks on my health, the attacks on my finances, the attacks on my residence, my transportation, all became uh, expansive in the midst of all of this. And as I decided that I am a winner, as I decided that I will never give up, that I will never give in and that I will never quit, and that age is a level of conscious, not consciousness, not a reality. And that as I decided that money is energy and energy is spirit and spirit is God and God is in me and I'm one with God, that whatever it is that I can get not only to it, but also uncreate it when it does not magnify itself as I desire it to be. And I've been studying so much around the spiritual an energetic idea of money because of it being so elusive and so fearful. And there's a, though it may not have actualized itself to the degree that I know it is about to, because I know I am going to blow up. I already see myself as the Oprah type in the area of life transformation and my being a poet and a vocalist and having a, uh, being a published author, those things are uh, beautiful gifts. But to see what's going to happen as the divine continues to teach me through uh, many, many channels, but this one is probably my favorite because of my spiritual connection to you guys. It's like, I, it's almost unexplainable what's going on right now. It's like, it doesn't look like anything is happening necessarily in the physical. But there's a spiritual rumble, a storm. And Jerome, I need you to hear this. That's going on in our souls that is about to burst. And when we surrender to that, with or without the visuals of money, with or without the visual of the materialistic, when we know it's energy, when we know it's spirit, we know it has no choice but to show up ultimately. Now, it may show up at some time in my Boaz, and it might show up sometime in another channel that I do not expect. That's why I say, what else is possible? And how does it get even better than this? And everything that doesn't allow that, I uncreate and permanently eradicate from my universe. 
from all consciousness, space, time, and continuum, past, present, and future. And as I continue to do that, and I do it every day now, as I continue to not let the diagnoses and the symptoms stop me, they might cause me to lay down for a little bit, but trust me, I will always rise again because I trust the spirit, energy, faith in that. And I am the creator that creates what I have because the divine lives in me, as in you, and as in all of us. And I'm just awesomely blessed to, for this connection to be able to just bear witness to that. And Antonio, we talked about the singing and you wanted to get with me on that. I've got a whole idea that I know you're going to just love. So we'll get, we'll get to that. And I thank you guys just for being here. Oh no, I thank you. You are you own it. I own it. That was that was powerful. I think everybody was helped by that. Everybody. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, first thing, let me just say that yeah, she just blessed me with them words. That was very powerful, very eloquently spoken. And I appreciate what you just said. And I hope everybody received the message that she just blessed us with. If I can just add, thank you, thank you so much. If, if I can just add to what, what, what I look at is this. If you look at the chandelier, you got the main light, then you got the lights underneath it or, or around. Let's say, let's say the lights around. It. When that main light shines, let's start with the main light. When the main light shines and don't turn the other lights on, that main light shines on the rest of the lights, empowering them, bringing them, bringing them to light. So let's cut the main light off and let's, let's turn the, the surrounding lights. When the surrounding lights that's received the energy from the main light, when they shine, they actually shine back on the main light. So now you get to a point where you turn all the lights on, where we're all shining because we've all been blessed with reaping and sowing. And I think that that goes to the manifestation of this call and empowerment, this phone call saying mastermind. No matter who's at that main light, when it's their time to shine, they're going to shine their gift on the rest of us. And we, in return, by, by following through, we shine our light back on them. And we're all going to have that spotlight at some point in time to shine on the rest. That was powerful. I really loved the one part you made me think in a new way. Yeah. When you said when the other light shine, it actually shines back on the big light. I never thought about that. That Woof, that was really good. That was really good. Chantel? Wow, with those back-to-back, -back, I'm like, stomach hurting, can't breathe. Um, ooh, okay. Yes, harmony. Okay, I was thinking about harmony. Okay, so we got mastermind, and I've learned something about myself on these calls and being a part of these masterminds is that we all are different, but we are all in harmony with one another. So not on, so I take out myself outside of these mastermind calls. And I think of the conversations I have with people and how, if I'm not masterminding, if I'm not in a mastermind, if I'm not in harmony, if I'm not with somebody, coaching somebody who's in harmony with me or wanting, you know, desiring high vibrations and high energy and all of that, then I'm looking at poverty. 
period. And it's crazy because for a sec, for a while, I was um, speaking to, to some people and I kept thinking that I was giving out a lot of my energy. I kept thinking that I was maybe uh, overstepping my bed, wanting it more bad for people than they wanted it for themselves. And if I'm if if I'm making this relation, Antonio, I might need your help here. But if I'm no, go ahead. You're doing good. Okay. If I'm making this connection with that, I remember you telling me. I was telling you that I felt like I was giving a lot of energy. You was like, "Don't stop helping them," and that was huge because here on this call just now, I realized that. I know the difference between giving to this person who we are harmonizing. We are, we, she is, she is wanting, I am wanting, we're both desiring, we're both pushing forward, whether it's different levels, whether maybe she's going through something I've already gone through, maybe whichever, either way, if I'm putting out anything, we're still harmonizing. We're still wanting more. We're still wanting to be better. And that is what I'm getting from masterminding here because we know the difference between putting out energy and you're talking to a brick wall, but putting out energy or putting out, you know, conversation and time in somebody where it's like, if I was to second guess myself at the end of the day, it's only my own insecurities, my own, oh, I'm sorry, but not really sorry. Because I know that this person and I are good. We're good. We're on the same frequency of, wanting more so i just wanted to uh say that out loud <laughs> well i'm glad you did i'm glad you did you brought up something yeah don't stop helping people now know the difference between when you have to help someone in the mastermind and when you need to release someone and help them from a different from a distance Mm. know the difference because some people you should not be attached to you should just pray for definitely okay okay definitely yeah go ahead you you can respond (laughs) pj ready (laughs) to go ahead uh chantelle That was one of those, throw those Bible moments. I'm just like receiving that. I'm I'm receiving that. And everybody doesn't deserve every, okay, everyone's energy, but everyone doesn't deserve yours. But give me the, help me find the. Sure, I will. Sure, I will. Okay. Let's do this practically, okay? You know me. Okay. I am here to save you from drowning. As a lifeguard, I get you from the front, and there are tactics in which I save you from drowning that won't let you drown the both of us. If I lend you my body, while you're drowning, since you are unstable and drowning, 
you are going to stabilize yourself by destabilizing me. Antonio. You hear what I'm saying? Did that help you? Yeah. Some people only want to stabilize themselves. And the only way to do that is they destabilize you. So now we both fall or we both drown because you didn't have the tools to stabilize yourself without causing my destruction. See, what I never want to do is... (laughs) What I never want to do is vibrate at the frequency of your destruction. Because that's when I fall. That's when I drown. Always love people back to wholeness, but never vibrate at the level of their destruction. I'll give you a case in point. This is a true story. I wrote about this years ago. Tempest will remember it. I don't think any of you have ever heard it. This is almost seven years ago. I, my first blog was called Rain Walking. And here it is. When I was 18, I joined the United States Army, August 2nd, 2000. And there's three phases in the United States Army, red, white, and blue phase. And the red phase is when they just beat the crap out of you, not with hands, but they they soldierize you. It's called the soldierization process. And the white phase is weaponizing process. They teach you how to become a trained soldier killer. We're throwing grenades. As we walk up to Chantel, this is for you. As we walk to the grenade range, you hear these loud pows. I mean, they're, they're loud. I've never heard anything this loud before. Grenades are just going off. And there's a C-shaped wall. Now, I want you to think, Chantel, as the C, as the hump of the C is away from your face. And so you're in the, the cave part, the in cave part of the C. Okay, the hump is away from your face. And so you can like go inside this sea mm-hmm. and it's a six foot wall with Chantel, the grenade has two triggers. The one trigger you see on the movies all the time, pull the pin. Mm-hmm. There's a second trigger is that metal piece that slides down. If you do what they call milk the grenade, you're going to blow up your hand in five seconds. Okay. So Jack is having fun here. He knows. <laughs> okay. If you milk the grenade, that's just when you do this with your hands. If you can see the screen, you, you do this here because people are accustomed to throwing baseballs and got the little hip hop in them and they doing all this here, right? And what happens if you milk that grenade, that grenade will destruct in your hand. Now, there's this big superhero sergeant. He's this huge huge black guy and his tattoo looks like a superhero like his tattoo got muscles he's huge and he says to all of us 18 year olds i'm no hero and i'm like dude yeah the hell you are you're definitely a hero right yes you are he says i'm no hero pay attention to my words chantel when i if you mess up you're throwing a grenade now the before i say that the grenade obviously was supposed to go over the wall. Mm-hmm. And if you throw it too short, you can duck behind the C-shaped wall and the shrapnel hits the wall, not you. Mm-hmm. If it goes in the wall, it's a C, so you can jump over it 
over the wall, and then it blows up inside, and you're protected on the outside. He says, if I reach for you, and you don't grab for me, you're going to die. And of course, we're all scared. And end of the story is we throw grenades. Everyone lives that day. But you know what? I, I, I went back to the barracks. And boy, I felt like I learned something that day. I, I couldn't wrap my mind around the jackal. I just knew I learned something. I, I knew the man said something. And in, I, in, in my subconscious, I processed it during my sleep. I recognized that Marjorie, he was telling me that if I reach for you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to reach. But if you don't use more muscles than I'm reaching, if you don't grab for me, see, when you want everybody to hold your hand out and grab, see how many muscles you're using when you grab? It's, it's all up by your elbow, ain't it? Now go ahead and just reach your arm out. See how relaxed that is? He's saying, if, mm. if I extend myself to you, and you don't do more for you than what I'm doing for you to save yourself and grab onto me. You dead. Oh, Chantel. Okay, I'm logging out. <laughs> Some folk, ladies and gentlemen, they like grenades. All they do is wait for someone to make them explode. And it's not the explosion that'll kill you, it's the shrapnel. They can't wait to blame somebody and explode and then hit you with their problems. You, you know them, don't you? All of a sudden, you paying their light bill because you got too close. You done fooled around and rode in the car with them. Now you going to jail because they got something in the car they shouldn't have. Shrapnel. They just grenades running around here trying to explode. Those people, Chantel, you pray for them on the other side of that wall. You just say, hey, I'm going to reach for you. I'm going to call you when you need me. You don't answer. I'm not going to chase you. Because some folk are just going to explode on you. That's their design to do that. Because that's the purpose they want for their life. PJ. Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> you answered a lot of my questions. I just want maybe you break it down a little more. I know about the shrapnel, and I even used that example on somebody I was talking to one day. You know, you're, you're, I'm not letting your shrapnel get me. I'm sorry, too bad. People walking around I, with grenades and fallout. However, like Chantel, once we leave these classes and the more time we spend on these classes, the more difficult it gets for me to just have ordinary everyday conversations. I'm not even talking about, I'm not talking about, you know, something profound or trying to coach somebody necessarily. Just, hey, hi, oh, how you been? You know, we just kicking it, talking, chilling, making holiday plans, you know, Good. ordinary. And then they come out of their mouth a certain way yeah. and you get no it's not good it's no it is good, good. it means i'm doing my job good. and then no I'm, but, but i'm starting to get frustrated with myself because i'm finding myself having to either go down to their level to be able to tolerate the conversation and if i start trying to bring them up 
then it causes irritation, friction, ticked offness, and you know that I get called those Hitler names again, you know, and they don't want to be around me. So I, it, what do, how do you just have a normal conversation and put some of this to the side sometimes? Sure. Abraham Hicks would tell you, observe, but don't get involved. Don't Let me see if I can break that down. Uh, somebody if you say something? Sam, Nars. Yes. Hey, go ahead. Um, yeah. I, I think. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pamela. I think okay, you go ahead, Pam, and then Jerome's next. Okay. Um, I, for me, I, I know what you're talking about, Pam. And as you rise higher, your circle will get smaller. There's, that it's, there's an old saying, grandparents used to say, water seeks its own level. And you will, as you are part of this mastermind, and as we all work together about being successful and being committed to each other's success, you won't have time, energy, or tolerance for foolishness. And you will only be rejuvenated and invigorated uh, by communicating with, associating with like-minded people. And it's okay, because that's part of the process, is you will, you, there's only, you shed, things that no longer serve its purpose in your life and you cling to those things which will advance you and allow you to achieve your higher purpose in this world. Pam, that, that's beautiful. Problem with me is I have already, I always, I've never had much tolerance for foolishness. I mean, I was born not having tolerance for foolishness. So my circle has gotten so small over the years as it is I'm looking and saying, wait a minute now, how, how many more people are going to get kicked to the curb? There won't be nobody left. But, but okay. I hear what well, you're yeah, so saying. I receive what you said, and I appreciate it. Yeah. And I now, know let me just say this real quick. Right. You are absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, there's a difference there. Yeah, there, there's a difference there. The second thing you said about the circus of small, that, that's small from poverty, right? That's small from the, the, the things that won't serve you. What Pam was saying was for the things that serve you. Everybody know that Pam is my new client. Well, she's actually, she probably should have been my client back in September when I met her. She's holding on to a multi-million dollar company that I'm getting ready to make a billion dollar company. Okay, I'm telling y'all. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So I just want you all to know that and I'm going to do her a favor and I'm going to post her her website in the chat so you all can just check out our company. Uh, her and, and Tony are doing great things. A tip is if you can post that for me, that'd be great. Post post her website so people can see just just out of love. Jerome, you were next. Yes. Um, was it Pamela J, right? Yes. Right. PJ yes. that talked Pam. first and Pam answered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pam, Pam what, when you made that statement, what went through my head was number one, your energy is valuable to you and you shouldn't have to restrict your energy or shade your energy because of what other people are doing or their imperfections. You shouldn't have to do that. But, but what went through my head was, is that if I run into somebody, cause you gotta, you gotta build your team. So you gotta keep running into people and you gotta build your team. What I do is, is that when I run into those individuals who I question whether or not 
um, they're where they need to be, or they can be of assistance, or, or family members, or whatever. I ask the question instead of an accusation. So when they say something that doesn't sit right with me, or I'm thinking like that's that that's from that poor standpoint or from that mm -hmm. negative standpoint, then I'll say, "Excuse me, did you just say such and such?" Excuse me, what did you mean by that? Excuse me, are you saying such and such and such and such? And I make sure that by their own words, they're letting me know where they're at. So I know whether I need to deal with them at a distance or I can embrace them. And I don't have to, and I don't have to judge them because if that vibration ain't matching up with mine, I need to let that go. Because see, then I'm going to have a problem. Then like Antonio said, but that's what I do. I ask the question versus the allegation or the accusation. And I mm -hmm. found out by asking those questions, their words will tell me whether or not I can receive what they're saying. And if I can't, then I'll be going, hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you had to say. I got to, I got to keep it moving. I got to, I got to go somewhere. But, but, but no, 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 we could, we could. See, but I let their words speak for them. And if their words don't, don't vibe with me, then I know mm -mm, they're not the one. Hello. Yes. That's dynamic, Jerome. That's dynamic. Plus, at the same time, by asking the question and not being accusatory, as you said, I communicate where I'm at, and they'll it, they'll they'll get the message anyway well, without having to say it. Thank you, thank you. No problem. Good, good. Glad y'all worked it out. Let me. I'm glad you're struggling with having conversations, PJ. That means I'm doing my job. Because you shouldn't be talking to everybody. And most people you meet, you shouldn't be talking to. Now, am I telling you to be mean? No. These are two different things, okay? You can't, you can't, you have to, you have a certain amount of energy. And I've already proven to you early in the call, it takes a lot of energy to manifest them. The more you take your energy off your definite purpose, your burning desire, is the more you are not making it mass remember i was saying that earlier energy over time energy over time energy over time i proved it with albert einstein's equals mc squared energy collected in one space over and over and over eventually becomes mass and once you create mass it ain't going nowhere okay but y'all are what you're doing is you're getting distracted let's let's say it this way if Let's just pretend level 10 is the greatest form of prosperity ever. Level one is where you begin. Most people, they stop at level three. Most people would die at level three of their life. You know why? Not because they didn't have the talent or the gifts or the drive to make it to level 10. They got caught up in peripheral battles on level three. All these sideways battles they're fighting. You know what, PJ made me upset. I'ma prove her wrong. She's gonna respect me. And every time I say that, I, I forfeit one of my dreams. Not for to talk to me like that. Every time I say that, I forfeit one of my dreams. You know what, he's got potential. I'm walking hard now. Let me waste a whole decade over here. A whole decade. I'll raise my hand first. How many of us have wasted a whole decade on somebody? Come on, I got my hand up first. Come on, it's all right. It's all right, I got my hand on first. It's all right. All right, see, I ain't by myself. You get it? This is what we do. We waste a whole decade. 
whole decade on somebody. <laughs> whole decade. I've done it. I've done it. I have absolutely done it. And that whole decade, I wasn't fighting for my dreams. I don't want you talking to everybody. I want you loving everybody. I want you connected with everybody. But everybody ain't for your definite purpose. Everybody don't fit in your supreme destiny. You need to be health, health. I don't know. I don't make. I don't know. I make healthier adjective. Healthily, that you need to be. You need to. You need to take a form of healthy selfish, of a healthy selfish. I don't know how to make healthier adjective. Healthier. Okay. Healthier. All right. You need to be a healthy selfish. You first, but in the you first that serves the world. In the you that says, I, I'm pregnant, I'm a mother, I am pregnant. I'm going to live forever for my birth, my baby in nine months. But you know what? I need to take care of myself for these nine months first. Now, is that selfish? Yes. Is it a healthy selfish? Yes. Believe me, you are far better off to your unborn child as a mother taking care of your body first and then giving birth. But you got to take care of you first. Oprah has a great way of saying it. I will borrow from her. Oprah says, you have to account for people's energy. And since other people won't account for theirs, you have to account for their energy since they won't account for their own. So when you recognize their energy, you say, I recognize what you're doing. I account for you over here. That just helps somebody. That just helps somebody. Honestly, 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 honestly. What I want you all to do is I want you to be, a, you should be the kindest, least offended people on planet Earth. That don't mean everybody get access to you. Please, as accessible as I am to y'all, I am also not accessible at the same time. When I got something to do, I got something to do. I'm writing two books right now that are going to change the life of, well, I write three books. One I'm finished. It's coming out February 5th. Signed to a deal, going forward, stuff I can't even tell you about. Just know. In some cases, Los Angeles is involved. I'll just say that, right? That writes really serious books. You can't contact me. You can't even call me. I ain't got time to talk to y'all. It's either write these books or let you, be, let you distract me for how much I got to coach you. When I finish these books, then you'll be able to call me. That's selfish, ain't it? You doggone right. That don't mean I'm not accessible. I got your FOD. It just simply means that I know how to love me enough to be about me first enough. Go ahead, FOD. Okay, so is there any books you can recommend on how to healthily be that kind of selfish and be a leader? and try and build a team because I'm like, I, I see, especially where I'm at, I'm not at a place where I have a hundred percent mastered that, but I'm trying to build a team. So a yep. lot of the people that are going to try and be around me are at the place where they haven't fully mastered 
either. So how do you, how do you, how do you, how can you tell the ones that are actually trying to go forward, but at the same time, don't forget, I'm not where I'm supposed to be either. Now, I'm glad, so, glad you asked that. For one, know that energy doesn't lie. People do, too. I want you to go watch episode four of the Tempest S. Smith show. She just addressed this. She really did. Episode four of the Tempest S. Smith show. She just addressed this. And when people tell you who they are the first time, you should believe that. You should. See, the problem is you hear people energy. And then you go, well, let me justify this away. And you burn yourself. Okay? That's answering the second part of your question. The second part of your question was, how do I know? You know when people reveal themselves. You know if they're rude to the waiter. There's no reason for you to ever be rude to anyone serving you. Anybody with the fortitude enough to be rude to a waiter or a waitress is not someone you need to be doing business with. Period. And, you know, and you got to told, let me keep it real. You're rude. And the universe is going to punish you. And I don't want to be around when it happens. And I'm not going to let your punishment get in my garden. I'm going to answer your question about the books, but let me, let me put a bow on this for PJ, because she, she asked the question. It works like this, PJ. I have a garden, and everything from my life is going to come from my garden. Everybody got that? Every single thing from my life is going to come out my garden. When I connect with Jerome, and I say, Jerome, let's go with me, I literally say, Jerome, you have access to my garden. As a matter of fact, as we get deeper and we start dating or something, Jerome, let's have a shared garden. Okay? Now we got a shared garden where our harvest comes out of one garden. If Jerome is not a worthy substance, I don't want to reap what this fool is planting. Do you understand? What he planting ain't worthy of me. PJ, put a bow on it. To protect my garden is not arrogant. It is urgent. I have a responsibility and a moral obligation to protect my garden and the people who plant in it. Because not only are we all sowing and reaping, yes, remember this, write it down, you are not the only sower. And since you're not the only sower, you're also don't have the only harvest out here. Now ask yourself, how much of other people's harvest do you want to pay for? Because some of y'all are doing all the right stuff, but you attach to the wrong people and you keep suffering because you're reaping their negative poison harvest and can't even enjoy your own. I wish I had somebody right there, boy. Here's some books for you. Answer the first part of your question. And I'm going to let Tempest close it out because she got some energy on her. <laughs> Brene Brown, Daring Greatly. And anything written by Brene Brown. Anything. There's also another book called Multipliers. I can't remember who wrote it. Someone can Google it. Multipliers is probably, 
I think Multipliers became the number one book on leadership I've ever read in my life. I think it jumped up there on leadership. And I've read a lot of books on leadership. There's a book called Multipliers. Someone find the author for me and post it in the chat. It is insane. Multipliers. You're going to, when you, Liz Wiseman, thank you very much. This book, Multiplied by Liz Wiseman, is probably the greatest book on leadership I ever read in my life. It explains how some leaders multiply your gifts and how others divide them. It is, it is a masterpiece of a book. I read it a couple of years ago, and I'll never forget it. I, I, I'll never forget it. I actually, I've written a couple of keynotes inspired by it. Another book would be Brene Brown. You said leadership and being selfish. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. That's a real book. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Some of y'all offended because you give way too many of them. Okay? It's a real book. I'm not making it up. You're offended because you care just way too much about too many little things that, that are inconsequential to your life. Tempest, give us two minutes. Talk us out of here. Last words on Tempest. Let me set you up. It's not arrogant to protect my garden. It's intelligent. Go ahead. So I'm grateful that you said that last part because I've been in a mastermind group where there was no harmony, where people were plotting seeds against each other to get close to the leader, not realizing that we all eating from your harvest. I've sat in that mastermind group before and it killed me. It hurt me. <laughs> and I, not being myself, like Antonio said earlier, not being myself in a mastermind group, I slid into that. And I, I reap, talk about reap a harvest. I reap a harvest because of that. So the only thing I'm going to say is show up as who you are. If you're not with that mess, don't get, don't, don't put yourself in the mess. If you are above everybody else, that's not arrogant. That's not cocky. That's not whatever. That's just being who you are. Stop showing up small to fit into places you're not meant to fit in. Show up as yourself. Show up loud. Show up flamboyant. Show up with all the knowledge. Show up as the genius that God, that the universe, that the ancestors made you yeah. be. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. At the end of the day, you have to go to bed and ask yourself, did I give my best today or did I play safe because I want to be comfortable around those around me? And I don't know about you, but I lived comfortable, okay? I did that comfortable thing, and that ain't cool. I'm at a place, I'm two minutes. I'm sorry, Antonio. I'm at a place in my life where I- Give us as long as you got. Keep okay, going. It's not going to be long. <laughs> I refuse. Hear me say the word refuse. I refuse to step into an environment and shrink myself because y'all not comfortable with who I am. I refuse to turn off my light because y'all are blinded by my light. Put some shades on, put a hat on, cover your eyes or get out the room. But I'm showing up as me. I don't care if I have one or two people watching. I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be. You better hear me, hear me well. Grandma and me showing up. You better show up as who you are because you have to live with you. So you're going to show up as you in prosperity 
a shrink in poverty. Antonio, close this up. You can plan better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. I did not go after that. <laughs> it. We won't see you next Wednesday due to Christmas break. You'll be off. Have yourself a wonderful time. Thank you for buying the books. I appreciate you. Keep on doing that. Love you. If you have any products you would like me to buy, just shoot me an email. I'll purchase those products. Thank you all for coming out. God bless you and good night. Happy holidays. Love.